0: Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Potty mouths, How you darn? Hello. How's it going? Welcome back. Um, if I sound sick, it's because I am. I had a runny nose and this is like such a gross way to start off the potty. Hi. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Here's my disgusting symptoms. Um, and then I slowly, that won't stop me, obviously. Then I slowly started to get a sore throat. And then last night, I was starting to get congestion, congested, congestion, whatever. And I woke up and, well, no, I slept like garbage all night because I i literally dreamt about taking positive COVID test. It's not terrible. Terrible. I mean, there, at least I'm like, I feel sick, but I'm not like deathly, obviously. I've realized that there are worse things in the world. But um. I woke up and I took a rapid test. And if you follow me on TikTok, you might have seen this already, or not. I don't, I don't know who's seeing my TikToks, to be honest. Um, I also am like randomly doing a lot more of them because, like, you know what? Why not, right? Anyways, back to the point that matters. Wow, the brain activity today is sure, sure something else. So, I swabbed myself and my eyes were leaking all the other times that I've done it I have not like had that much of an issue but I don't know if it's because I was sticking it in my own nose it really was something else today so anyways I didn't fully read what is an indicator (laughs) of having COVID or not and there's like a C or a T and so I like set it down 15 minutes I come back and there is a very strong line under the c and i was like oh, like c for covid oh my fu- i don't know what the alternative what's the tea? Uh, like, t like i couldn't even come up with something funny uh, i was so stressed in that moment um but turns out that you just you need two lines to show that you are positive so i'm not i'm not blessed blessed up but if I sound like garbage during this episode that's why I don't even have the like sexy raspy going on which does happen occasionally like I went out with my co-workers oh I have to tell you guys about that I went out with my co-workers last week um right before I don't know and maybe it was like two weeks ago I don't know time is but an illusion and we were like out all night but also singing karaoke Well, I only sang one song, but screaming while others were singing karaoke. And by the end of the night, I had such a raspy voice. My friend Caitlin was like, I hate that. She was like, oh, my God, our voices. And I was like, no, I love this. I mean, realistically, it probably it probably sounded terrible. But in my mind, I was like, damn, I sound good. Anyways, I don't sound that way right now, which if anything, you know, online when they're like how to cure whatever I got going on. And they're like, um, you should try not talking. And what do I do? I record a podcast episode. I'm so committed to you guys. <laughs> Hold on one second. I got a cough. That cough really said, let me be known. Woo wee So anyways, um, that's, that's where I'm at. I went to Target after getting my um, negative result. And I was like, I've never felt more like a free woman and, okay, I know – why do I feel like I need to justify myself? Whatever. I know, like, I don't actually feel very sick. I know that, like, if I were feeling truly sick, I would stay at home and just assume that, like, the test is wrong. That's not it. I know this is, like, a common cold. I just am paranoid. I was, I'm was. i sure we all are. Anyway, so I go to Target. I grabbed stuff to make medicine ball tea, which the last time that I had was probably in Nashville when Deb and I got stranded, if you guys have ever watched – Or listen to that episode, go back and listen. It's with Deb. Um, I got tea for my sister. I got like five lemons and I bought a humidifier because I was like, I think that might be the problem. Like the heat at night in my room is like so dry and it's causing my issue. So I don't know. We'll see if any of that helps. But I did just burn the shit out of the roof of my mouth, actually my tongue, trying to drink um, said medicine ball tea that I made. And it's like very sweet. I might have to like add more to it, like water. Cause basically you make it with lemonade, and I got like low sugar lemonade, but you know those like always have like the gross like artificial flavor. So I should have used like the five lemons I bought, but that would just require more work. Do you know what I mean? So, anyways, let's see what else is going on. So I told you guys last week or whatever last time that I recorded that I had started going to Pilates, and I so I went. I think the morning. But no, I've been again since. I've been twice. And I, like, right after that first time that I went, and the entire workout was, like, jumps or whatever. Um, I'm getting texts from such random people, like, Dr. Dental. I've never been there. I don't know you. <gasps> so annoying. Oh, my God. Okay, so I just ordered... Um, reordered these protein shakes that I really like drink at Prey. They have them at Lifetime, which is how I got into them. And I had gone on my phone to do it and then also on my computer, but then neither time I had my credit card with me and I assumed it would connect to like my Shopify. If you guys aren't using Shopify, don't because it makes online shopping so much easier. It just like connects to your email and then keeps all your shit saved. But across like multiple stores use Shopify. So it's awesome. But they didn't use it. So it's earlier today, this is yesterday and the day before. And then earlier today, I finally went on and was like, I need to buy some because I literally only have one left. Then I just got a text saying, hi, Appray here, running low. Visit the link below to reorder in just a few clicks and get $5 off today's order. Really? Really? After I already bought it? Like, where was this text? Good to know that if I hold out, I can get good things. Good things come to those that wait. So anyway, sorry, this has been like, a hoopla of an episode, but I think you guys are all used to it by now. So anyways, back to Pilates. So that first night after I went to bed after Pilates and we'd done like this full jumping workout, my brain just kept like imagining myself doing that jumping mo- like movement over and over again. And it threw me back to when in high school I got a job at Pinkberry. For those that don't know, it's a frozen yogurt store. I don't know if they still have them, maybe like a couple. I think there might be one on Newberry Street, but um, I got a job there and the very like the first two or three days of training I didn't serve customers literally all I did was practice swirling the frozen yogurt because there's like a method to the madness on how you essentially like flick your wrist and swirl the cup so that it's filled and not hollow on the inside so you're not like screwing the customer out of frozen yogurt. But then also like you have to make sure that the weight is correct. Like you're not over serving them basically. And so literally like a four hour training was all I was doing was like flicking my wrist, like p- practicing like with vanilla. The, it, we put so much to waste, like it was like gallons and gallons of yogurt and I was just like flicking it over and over and over again. And I just remember that night going to sleep and I closed my eyes, and all I could think of was the motion of me flicking my wrist around doing, serving frozen yogurt, so that was a crazy time, and then that just, like, got me thinking about all of the random jobs that I've had, like, random shit that I've done, so that stint only lasted, like, two or three months, and it was, you know, the, one of the first, like, examples of me realizing like not everyone is going to work as hard as me and I'm going to get shafted for it and that's sad I'm like sure that that sounds so full of myself but let me explain to you how the setup was so there was one person usually working cash which I rarely ever I think I got put on cash like three or four times but obviously that's a whole lot easier than actually like serving customers over and over and over again and then depending on how busy it was like you and one other person, you and two other people, whatever. I worked at the branch in the Prudential, which at the time when I worked there, Pinkberry was at its peak. It was like the like the frozen yogurt place. And so it was always super, super busy. And I just remember that I would basically like serve two customers to every one of like my peers. However, when it came to the tips jar, those tips were just distributed evenly between everybody based on like hours worked and it's not that I don't believe in like some form of equity like when I worked at Barcelona um which if you guys have never been I still recommend it's the best in the entire world um when I worked at Barcelona we like pull tips but there was this like whole map honestly it was kind of calculus um but just for us to get like the straight same flat tips like across everybody how is that fair when I'm like doubling around everybody you know and then And, like, I think there was something about how tips were pulled, too, in terms of, like, shifts. Like, if I worked the morning shift and I opened I was there at 5 a.m. and there was no one there versus, like, if I was there during, like, the super busy time. I think tips got pulled, like, across the entire day, which, like, yeah, helps if you're, like, the 5 a.m. shift. Like, who the fuck is getting frozen yogurt at 6 o'clock in the morning? Uh, Honestly, there would be people there, but not, like, maybe breakfast fro-yo. I don't really understand. Um... But that didn't really make sense. And then they also had this crazy call-out system, which essentially, if you missed a shift, the next time that you showed up, they sent you home. You got penalized by getting sent home, which is just so fucking counterproductive to me in my mind because, like, you need me here. Otherwise, you wouldn't be mad that I called out I've or, like, that I didn't show up or whatever. Obviously, that was not me. I'm, like, too much of a scaredy cat to ever do that. Um However, one time I did go in and like talk to one of my coworkers and was like, hey, I actually can't do this shift that I'm supposed to do Mind covering for me. She was like, yeah, totally, whatever. So I assumed like, I don't, I never assume guys makes an ass out of you and me. Um, I assumed that she was going to take care of it. Why did I just say it like that? Am I from Long Island? I assumed that she was going to take care of it and was going to like whatever, inform whomever that she was like covering my shift and which I now know like from working enough customer service jobs uh uh-uh. um but the next time that I came into work like two hours into the shift the manager pulled me aside and was like hey and I was like I fucking know what's coming and she was like you didn't show up for your shift I was like no that's because it wasn't my shift I actually treated with like whatever and she was like oh okay because like otherwise like you know um, I would have to send you home. I'm like, yes, I know that's not what happened. And then I forget what the final straw was. Like, even they kept putting me on days that I told them I couldn't or like whatever. But I don't know that I've like told, I've not told like anybody this, but I quit over text, <laughs> which like, if you know me is like, so not something i would ever do i've like cried leaving every single job like that's i just that's how much sense of responsibility i feel which like don't get me wrong i know is unhealthy but i literally texted her over te- i like told her over text i was like hey this isn't working out for me i'm not coming in i mean they had like a million people to hire so whatever i do remember behavioral interval interviews are so weird so i had one for that job and they asked um One of the questions was, like, if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, (laughs) who would it be? (laughs) And I said Hitler. (laughs) I was, like, because I wanted to know, like, what went on inside his head. Oh, my God. Could you tell? I was, like, 17 years old. And then at the time, I also said the Brazilian president. She was a woman, even though I, like, literally do not give a fuck about Brazilian politics. Like, I I don't know enough about it to like say that I want to sit down and have a conversation with her but those are the two people that I picked I'm like why'd you guys hire me I obviously like if you've listened to some other episodes you know that that's like a running trend of like why did you hire me um other random jobs I've worked I used to work at um the BU gym which I worked there for six years but in various different roles but My first two years there, I worked um, downstairs like in the pro shop. So it's where people could borrow locks to put on their lockers, all different sorts of balls, like rock climbing equipment um, and towels. So like we had a towel system. You could either pay monthly to get a towel whenever you went or you could pay for one like every time. And so that was like a big part of our time was just like doing laundry of towels and I just think back I'm like I spent literally two years of my life rolling towels and again with like me caring too much about work like I was so particular about how the towels were folded because like they if they weren't all folded in the same direction then they didn't fit well into this like massive bin that we had which like who the fuck cares like literally who cares but I um I remember like I'd work with certain people I'd be like no you don't have to roll because I hate how you roll which like and it'd, it'd be like college boys I'm like they're getting exactly what they want they don't want to have to roll towels but anyways that's um that was one of the tasks. and then another one was and this is no offense to anybody but I very often had to give like a full training to people on how to use a combination lock because these are people that had never used them before and so I had to teach them like Two to the right, three to the left. Um I used to like actually have this memorized, but now obviously like I think it would come back secondhand. What's the what's I think it would come back easily. Whatever. You guys know what I'm trying to say. If I tried to use a lock, but right now I couldn't think of possibly how to describe it. So there was that. I also worked at um Aganis, which was the um arena at BU and worked like a ton of hockey games which is actually how I got into like being a BU hockey fan because like when you're working and you're watching it for free it's like well I guess I like have to be invested I'm also like a competitive person um but I'd also like over breaks for many years worked Disney on ice so basically for like a week we'd have three um shows a day and it's all these like children running wild and it was always like the same group of like four to six like kids that stayed over break that worked Disney on ice we like all had the entire set like memorized we could tell when they would switch out the dancer it was like so weird it's just like sometimes I think back to like these times of my life and I'm like was that a figment of my imagination like did that truly really madly deeply happen um I was a camp counselor after grad school. I was like waiting to apply to jobs that I worked at Barcelona, which I've talked about um, until I got my job at Dana-Farber. So that's that just took up the entire episode. But I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about my um, my past lives. Like I said, sometimes I'm like, did I really did I really do that? Did I did I do that thing or like random jobs I've signed up for and then like summer jobs? And was like, nah, you know what? I don't think I really don't think this is going to work out. Um, another thing that happened to me this past week, which like for those that have like a waxer or a, just like any like beauty related, like standard person that they go to, you might know how difficult it is having to go to someone that is not your person. And so not last week, but the week before the Friday before I had my nail appointment at 10... I think it was, yeah, I think it was 10 o'clock. And then, so I ended around 11. And then my wax, my Brazilian wax, which I get like every four or five weeks with the same girl that I've been going to. Oh, let me backtrack. Um, have I I taught, I, maybe I've talked about this. Um, yeah, well I talked about this last week, I think in a different context, but I be, Like, I'm very... Yeah, I did. I did. Because I was like, I literally didn't switch. Sorry. I'm having, like, a moment. I didn't switch for my waxer, who was on Newberry Street, even though it was extremely in, un- com- inconvenient, until she literally had a baby. So, I've been going to my girl, Olga, since, like, March. Yeah. maybe, Maybe longer. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, no. Since, like, December, actually. Because then Ellen was going to come back in March. Sorry. So... I finished at 11 and I was like, well, it only takes me like a half hour to get to Newton Center from like the side of town where I am. So I went to Target to pick something up. And then I also ran into Ulta. And I was like, okay, perfect. Well, I leave at 12, which is like more than enough time. And there is most traffic in the entire world trying to get across Newton Center. I was like, I cannot believe this. So I call frantically and I'm like, "Um, hi, like I'm going to be late. This is like when I'm I my appointments at 1230 is 1225 and I'm like normally five minutes away but I'm like Waze is telling me otherwise so she was like okay well just as long as you're here before the nine minute mark I'm like okay so as I'm realizing okay I'm definitely not gonna be able to make it I call them back and I'm like who's the next waxer that you have available and Olga wasn't going to be available until like 530 but I had plans with my work colleagues And so I was like, I'll take the person who's first available. Um, I've never done just the person first available. Even when I've switched waxers, like when I switched from Comab to Newberry Street, like I looked on Yelp. I did extensive research to see who people were reviewing. Because like, no offense, like my coochie wax is not something that I'm going to play around with. So... I somehow, in the nick of time, I get there, 12.39, I walk in the door. I'm like, I know I changed my appointment. Is there any way the can get to me? They're like, sorry. No, since it's been nine minutes. I'm like, it's probably been nine minutes and 30 seconds. So then the appointment wasn't even until, I think, one o'clock and I was like or one ten one fifteen. I was like, I gotta sit here for 45 minutes. So I ran to the post office and came back and I was like, watch with my luck, I'll be late again. It was so so hectic. I'm like, this is supposed to be my day off and I'm just like running around like a mad woman. So anyways, I have this new girl and she was like super nice, super nice, but obviously like she's I've like never been with her before and I mentioned like oh sorry no I'm not gonna tell you guys that that's TMI. Um I was like, yeah, I, I normally see Olga. And she was like, oh, okay, well, I'm I'm not as fast as Olga. Sorry. I'm like, no, 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 that's totally fine. Like, speed is not a problem. I just, you know, I didn't say this, but it's kind of, like, implied. Speed is not a problem. I just want to make sure you're not going to rip my skin off and that I'm not going to be in the most amount of pain I've ever been in. Because, like, I've been doing this for five-plus years. Like, I don't, speed. like, speed is really not an issue. And she just was like so apologetic and she was like, sorry, the wax isn't dry. It was like an abnormally warm day. She was like, it's just really warm and we can't control the temperature. So she's like standing there like fanning me. And like apologize, and I'm like, no, no, that's fine. I'd rather you do whatever it is that you need to do. So this wax like comes off, and not you know like what's what's the alternative here? But she was like so apologetic, and just kept being like, I'm so sorry, I'm not fast. I'm like, no, no, it's like it really is fine. Just like don't make this hurt. Um, it did hurt a little bit more than normal, but I'm gonna I'm gonna attribute that to the temperature in the um. The temperature in the building and not the poor girl because I do I do feel bad I do feel bad but um this is what I mean when I say like when I find a person I stick to a person and that's like that's all she wrote um so the last thing that I was going to tell you guys about is now for those that are not familiar with the dating apps um hinge well all of them usually have prompts and hinge now has one where you can include a voice memo um And I know this is probably going to come as a surprise from someone who has a podcast, but the thought of my voice memorialized on a dating app for all men to hear and judge, something just doesn't sit right with me about that. So I obviously will not be opting in. But there are a few very bold, brave men that are partaking. And I've come across a couple, but there was one in particular that I really wanted to um, play for you guys. You can see what we're dealing with. Okay, so first of all, the prompt was, I'm the type of texter who.
1: Yes, I get
0: back very fast. I respond while holding vodka on left hand, then type with one fat thumb on right hand. I do this very quickly, as fast as possible. No, I'm just playing, but seriously, I do type with one finger. I'm better at it. What in the fuck is a normal person's reaction supposed to be to that? Truly, madly, deeply. What is someone supposed to respond to that? I'm like, I'm sure he's like trying to be funny. There's not explicitly anything wrong with it, but it's also just like, um, so yeah, hopefully I come across other good ones that I can keep sharing. That would, of course, require that I do some swiping. Um, oh, that's like, there is a guy who I've definitely matched with a gazillion trillion other times before. At least like I recognize him. He looks familiar. He liked me, so I matched with him. But I'm not – i in the, a the fatal flaw, I'm not going to send the first message. I just – I'm not going to do it. And so he just hasn't sent me the first message either. I'm like, well, where do you think this is get- – you think I'm going to do something? If I wanted to be the person to send the first message, I would be on Bumble, baby. So, yeah, that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope you all had great holiday season. I know it's, like, you know – Things are not swell right now, just in general, but hopefully you had some time off or if not, oh, that's another thing. Okay. I was like ending on like such a sweet note. So I took, I haven't really taken time off this year um, with like providing coverage and stuff. I just like haven't really taken long stints of time. So I took this entire week off, this meaning the week between Christmas and New Year's and like a few extra days, which I have done the last year. And I, and I like I know that it's normally a quiet time of year. But to me, it just like feels nice to be able to have these like two major holidays and not have to work in between them. Everyone on TikTok is like, ha when you know the biggest PTO secret is to not take time off during this week because no one's working and it's basically free days. And I am, like, obviously I'm just, like, burnt out because I'm like, that's so rude. I know that, but I still want to take my days off. What do I care if these people feel that way? I had so much time to use. So anyways, back to not being about me, back to being about you guys. Hopefully you get to take some time off or you get to do something fun i don't i don't really know i don't really know um but yeah let's oh it's gonna be new Year's soon um i'm like losing track of days but let's get after it if i don't talk to you guys let's have a great new year's